At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big true story, the story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Sarah. Here's where we are in this story. Nehemiah just finished rebuilding the walls around Jerusalem, which was the third and final wave of return. The city had a new temple of the Lord, the people heard Ezra review God's law, and they were now living safely inside the city walls again. But Nehemiah found out that the people were still neglecting God's law. They just made vows to follow God's law after hearing Ezra review it. So Nehemiah was faithful to remind them what it said once more. Then he helped the people change how they were living. But would that be enough? What do you think? No, sadly it wouldn't be enough. The people needed new hearts that genuinely desired to be with the Lord. If there's one thing we've learned through all these stories so far, it's that people were very bad at remembering what God had done for them and responding to God's loving kindness with obedience. Story after story, the Israelites just wanted to live like the nations around them instead of living how God said was best. So what happened next then? God had been sending messages through his prophets before, during, and after the Jews were in exile. The prophets were telling the people to turn away from the idols they were worshiping, turn to God, and he would save them, and reminding the people about God saving them so many times before. They even told the people about the ultimate savior that was to come. Here's an example from what the prophet Isaiah said. The Lord himself will give you the sign. Look. The virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. But the people continue to live like the nations around them. So shortly after the walls of Jerusalem were rebuilt, God sent a message through a prophet named Malachi. And that was the last message God sent for 400 years. That's a really long time. Had God given up on the Jews? Did the Jews ruin God's plan for them? No way! And here's why. Jesus has always been God's plan A. Let's listen to a few snippets of previous episodes to remind ourselves how that's true. First, let's go all the way back to the creation and fall episode, where Adam and Eve were deceived by the serpent and sinned against God leading to Adam and Eve having to leave the garden and the serpent being cursed. But it was worse for the serpent. God cursed him to crawl in the dust. God also told the serpent that one day, one of Eve's offspring would crush him. You see, God had a plan from the very beginning. He already knew everything that was going to happen. And because he loved Adam and Eve, and you and I, he would provide a way to pay for our sins, bringing mankind back into relationship with himself. But that rescue plan is the rest of the story, which we'll read and talk about all year long. Right there, at the very beginning of creation, God promised that he would send someone that would crush the serpent, pay for our sins, and bring mankind back into a relationship with himself. But there are so many other stories after the creation story. 
Can you remember any other promises God made along the way? Let's fast forward to the story of a really old man named Abram who had no children and the covenant God made with him. This covenant had three parts. First, to give Abram so many children they would outnumber the stars in the sky. Second, to give him land for his people to live in. And third, to bless those who bless him and curse those who curse him. Abram believed the Lord, and God counted it to him as righteousness. God promised Abram a bunch of children, land for his descendants to live in, and blessings. And God even had Abram bring sacrifices for a ceremony afterward, then put Abram to sleep during the ceremony as a reminder that God was doing all the work to keep his covenant, not Abram. So as God blessed Abram's descendants, they often celebrated and then quickly forgot about God's kindness to them. But story after story, God continued to provide for the Israelites. God even made another covenant with King David that was a continuation and gave further detail for the covenant he made with Abram. God told David that from his family would come another king that would build a temple for God. And eventually one of David's descendants would lead a kingdom that lasts forever and ever and ever. This promise that God gave David is extremely important. It is just like the promise given to Abraham years and years before David was even born. God's promise to Abraham and God's promise to David were both proof that God never ever forgets his promises. And no matter what, he will make sure that his good plans for his children always happen. He wanted them to know that through their family, God would bring a king that was going to lead and govern all people and this king was going to rule forever. Do you know who God was talking about? Jesus. Through all of Israel's ups and downs, God preserved a remnant of Jews that were faithful to him. And through the 400 years where God wasn't speaking, God continued to pave the way for the perfect forever king, Jesus, to come. For example, during those 400 years, the Roman Empire came to power and they built a vast network of roads that made travel between countries easier than it had ever been before. But not only that, their influence brought about a common language that made sharing the good news about Jesus that much easier. So when the time was just right, God finally broke his silence. But you'll have to join us next time to hear more about it. For now, let's review with a few questions. Question one. Who was one of the people God made a covenant with? Question two. Who did God send messages through about the coming Savior? Question three. Why did God need to send a savior? Talk to your parents about it. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, God knew exactly how he would make a way for the people to be in a relationship with him again. He knew everything that needed to happen before Jesus came. So even though the people didn't hear from God for 400 years, 
he was still working to prepare the world for Jesus. With all these stories, it's easy to see that Jesus really was God's plan A. Because just like the Israelites, we are all sinful and need a Savior to pay for our sin. And just like the Israelites, we need new hearts that genuinely want a relationship with God. The only way we can get that is if we put our faith in what Jesus did for us. Not anything we've done. Remember how God's Spirit didn't return to the new temple? That's because He was waiting for Jesus to come and make a way for God's Spirit to dwell in the hearts of those that trust in Him. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together and finally talk about the birth of the one that all these stories have been pointing us toward, the ultimate blessing from the Abrahamic covenant, the forever king from the Davidic covenant, and the key person in God's rescue plan, Jesus.